Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to Pint of Football, the nation's drunkest football podcast, where much like the weather right now, we're just too hot to handle. It's time for the first ground crawlers live of the 2022-2023 season, and this is Daz, who's going to be taking you up to Runcorn Town, where we're going to see town at home in a pre-season friendly against Abbey Holton United one of Stoke's finest. So as I've mentioned, yep, the first episode of the new season and I'm starting off my pre-season jaunts a bit later than I would expect. But I'm here, I'm at Stafford Station, I'm waiting for the train in about three or four minutes and we're going up to Runcorn. Never been. I know it's somewhere near Liverpool. Not quite sure yet if it's Past of Scouse land, because I know that's um, a whole political minefield up in the northwest. But I do know that Runcorn Town are in the Northwest Counties League, and after relegation last season, just gone, they are now in the northern tier of that division. They're facing Abbey Halton, as I've already mentioned, from Stoke, and they are in the southern division. Town has been a club that's been up and running since 1967. They were founded as Mond Rangers. And it always makes me laugh because I think if I was to put a bet on it, 1967 must be the most popular year for new clubs to have started. The year after we won the World Cup, everyone was dying to have a go. So I think, yeah. 1967, a great year to start your club, and that's exactly what Mond Rangers did. Hung around in the Warrington and Northwest and Cheshire 
regional leagues for quite a long time until 2010 and then eventually have become a Northwest Counties team where they've uh, survived and thrived is probably the, the nicest way to put it for the last 12 years. They play at the Viridor Community Stadium which I'm quite looking forward to rating later. And as I've already mentioned, yes, they are in a new division, albeit a familiar one, in the Northwest Counties North Tier, which is the second tier of the Northwest Counties divisions. And they actually got relegated on the last day of the season against Paddyham. And the reason that result stands out to me is I'm a Macclesfield fan. And Macclesfield, when the fixtures came out, were supposed to be playing Paddyham in the last game of the season. Obviously, a lot of fixture changes happen at that level anyway, but in the end, it ended up being Paddyham versus Runcorn at the end, and obviously it didn't go their way. They went down on the last day of the season, which was a big shame. In terms of Mac being top of the league and Runcorn being bottom, some viewers who might not be familiar with the clubs might think that when Mac played them home and away, it would have been a whitewash, but you're very wrong. And that suggests to me that we've got a strong side here that I'm about to see later on. When we played town, we actually only beat them 1-0 away towards the back end of February. And our home game, considering we were the league favourites and they were bottom of the league, actually ended 2-all, so a good result for them. Okay, so I've made it to Runcorn. The only buildings I've seen have been houses and businesses, really. But, oh my God, it's so hot. I promise you, I'm not that unfit. <sighs> nah, I'm just walking to the ground now and hopefully be there within 10 minutes. I don't think it's too far from the station, looking at the, the old Google Maps. But whilst I walk there at a very high pace, I just thought I'd add that the visitors, Abbey Halton United, are a team I've seen many a time in action. Uh, for a while I was the secretary for Stone Dominoes when we were in the Northwest Counties division. And I watched our first ever game in that division against Abbey Halton. We lost 2-1, but it was a great game. In terms of the Birch's Head Road ground, which is Halton's home, it's a proper old school ground. I'm not sure what Runcorn's gonna be like today, but when I went to Halton, it was proper ramshackle, but also reeked with character. There's some of Stoke's finest oat cakes, which obviously everyone who's a grand hopper who's been there hopefully has tried. If you haven't, you're missing out. Get yourself some cheese and bacon oat cakes or some sausage and cheese oat cakes. Always a winner at Pint of Football. The ground itself, yeah. I went there back in 2017. It was November. It was very dull. It was very stoky weather. But it was a great game. Abbey Halton beat New Mills, I think it was. New Mills? Yeah, I think it was. They'd just come down from the Northern League to that division. But anyway, um, you know, they took them all the way and it was 3-2 to Halton that day. That was five years ago almost. Still remember it very well, it was a great ground. 
It's one of those grounds where they may say there's only 50, 60 in attendance. You do a head count and you count about 20 people and then you think, what's going on here? And then you walk in the bar, the tiny little bar, and that's where they all are. Everyone's in there having a beer, checking out the Saturday, Super Saturday results. And it was just a good atmosphere. Really enjoyed that one. It's a bit different today though, because it's absolutely scorching, as I've just mentioned. And oh, I'm just walking along this massive long ride towards the ground. I should be there soon. It's a while since I've done a, a live recording. Last one I did was in Stoke, actually. Abbey Hulton fans, I'm sure you'll know it. Or you'll be aware of it at least. Northwood Stadium. Went to watch FC 41. And that podcast is available on our channel. You can follow us on Twitter at POF underscore reviews. Or you can also get us by email at pinterfootball 2015couk um, I'm just turning a corner now, I'm not sure where I am. I'm not sure I've took the best route here because I'm currently on the middle of a dual carriageway. Um, yeah, my own fault really, I wasn't really looking what I was doing. I'm on the A557 and I appear to just be walking through it. Gonna attempt not to die now. Run, 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 run! Okay, made it. And run, 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 run! Yep, made it. So the match is underway. We've got Runcorn Town versus Abbey Holton United. Runcorn playing in blue and blue. Looks like a Wickham Wanderers style kit. And Abbey Holton. Every time I've seen them before, they've been playing in orange. They are in claret and blue. It kind of looks like a Burnley kit. It's not a West Ham or Villa style. It's more of a Burnley kit, I'd say. If I was to compare it to one of the big boys. And a couple of minutes have gone, nothing yet to report. The ground itself is very much of the division. It's very similar to many of the Northwest Counties grounds I've been to, but it does the job. It definitely does the job. Nice floodlights knocking about, a few stands here and there, mainly uh, porter cabins for the bar, for the cafe area which is a very decent price, you can't knock the prices. Um, on the menu today they had chips, chips with gravy, chips with curry, no chip buddies. But for a mighty £1.50, oh actually no sorry I upgraded, I had cheesy chips for £2. But for that price you can't complain. Unlike the players on the field who are complaining, as a foul's just been given against the forward. Bit too much aggression early doors, apparently. Four minutes gone, and it's a free kick for the goalkeeper of the visitors. But yeah, it's definitely worth ticking off this ground. Nice little opposite from where I'm standing, where the teeper is. Nice little stand. Probably 30, 40 seats there. It's hard to imagine how. The ground cut to when Macclesfield were in town. Now, I keep referring to this obviously because I'm a fan, but from a 
neutrals point of view, I also remember Hereford going to Brockton, one of my local teams in Stafford, and I bet it was even worse there because they didn't even have a stand. At least here, there's a stand. Anyone who listens to our In The Mix podcasts will have heard of our deep dive into football's strangest stories and the writer of that, Andrew Ward, Wardy boy, he very much is a southern man writing about the north in a derogatory, they're all poor, working in coal mines terms, but I can't help but have that Wardy attitude when I come here. It is very much a case of I can literally see a hard hat on top of the metal shed that I'm just looking at. There is a, what looks like a power plant or some sort of factory in the background, which does make a really nice backdrop. And there's a few chimneys and funnels and aeroplanes going past. It's the whole package really. It's a proper Northern club, right in the heart of the industry. In fact, it's so much in the heart of the industry, it's very hard to find, obviously. As you heard earlier, I had struggles myself, but we're pretty much just off the A road. In fact, the A road must be just behind this bit of fence that I'm stood behind. Let me just quickly pop my hand through. Yeah, yeah, we're right on the on the A road, but the opposite side of it, which is probably why I couldn't get in that way earlier. But yeah, the main thing is it's sunny. It must be well into the mid-20s, and obviously it's going to get hotter in the next few days, but... This is exactly why I chose to come here today. A nice open ground, nice quiet, probably, don't know, maybe 30 fans, maybe 40 fans, but some of them look like players who are reserves and or not playing today. But yeah, it's just exactly what I needed. Bit of fresh air, bit of sun, a couple of beers. Hopefully we'll get some goals. And my prediction, at time of recording, it's nil now. My prediction is for a 2-1 win for the hosts. We'll see. Almost half an hour played. Abby Halton has a penalty. First goal that I might see of the season. And it's for their number nine. Oh, it's saved. What a great save. Penalty saved by the run corn goalkeeper. It was an amazing penalty, but it's an even better save. What a save that was. It went right into the... It was a good height, but it did go right into the right-hand side of the goal. A lot of curl on it. The keeper was just level to it, though. Very strong fists. Palms, even. And just battered it straight away. It looked like it had gone in as soon as he hit it, but no, saved. So yeah, still waiting for that first goal of the season. Half an hour gone here at Runcorn. It's nil-nil, but a good game so far. Quite, um, I wouldn't say aggressive, but definitely has a competitive feel to it. Feels more like a cup game. You know, two teams that are at the same level, but in different divisions. Very even, both teams playing in different ways. I think Abby Halton probably just about edging it good passing team but overall run corners the host has probably had the slight edge in terms of chances up until that penalty which was obviously a huge huge chance earlier I was describing the ground 
And actually, the best way to describe it is it's very similar to Abby Holton's. Yes! Almost half time, and it's 1 0 to the hosts. Runcorn Town take the lead. A decent volley in the box from, I believe it was their number 10, after a good cross from the right hand side. All built up after a free kick was given just outside the box. An elbow to the face. And apart from that, there's also been quite a few elbows, arms, etc. being chucked about. Obviously, it's hot out here. It is pre-season, but it doesn't stop that competitive edge. And that's why, even at this level, you won't beat pre-season. It's not just a friendly. I think overall, you have to say that the home team are worthy of their lead. But as you can hear now, another foul. This time the Abby Holton player going down. Quite a few fouls. The refs just sort of let it all play, let it all go, really. Although having said that, I think he's just about to pull a card out for the first time. Either that or he's just doing some dot to dot in his sketchbook. No, nope, it's a yellow card. Yellow card for one of the Runcorn players. Not really sure how yellow cards and red cards impact at this level, at this sort of pre-season stage. I'm not sure if they have to pay any fines or if they get any suspensions or whether it's just a practice for when half of the wage gets docked for a booking. But either way, he's given one. I'm guessing it's just to calm the lad down on the wing who could go in a bit hard on the left back there. No harder than some of the other tackles, but possibly one too many and the ref decided he needs to get involved. Chance here for Holton, but the defence of Runcorn have stood up pretty strong actually. Got a big, big, big number five. Quite a large chap, but playing centre back and doing a really good job actually. Not much gets past him and that's probably why the hosts are comfortable with their lead. Let's see what happens in the second half. 15 minutes to go and it's 1-1. Goal scored about 10-15 minutes ago from Abby Holton. And it was their left back who was marauding forward out of his usual position, the number three. Came all the way up top. Seemed to dismiss the Runcorn defence walk it past the keeper and then tap it home. He's having a great game, he's on the ball as I speak now. He's more of a central midfielder than a left back, but having a good game. Still even overall though, and I think one all probably would be the fair result. Runcorn have scored a second goal, but it was offside. The big centre back came up and nodded one home, but soon as even walked forward, it was seen as offside by the lino. Like I say, though, we've got 15 minutes left, so could be another goal in it. I do think that my prediction of 2-1, there's a chance it might still happen, but if it does finish one all, especially in these conditions and this heat, I think that would be the fair result. People are definitely getting tired now. Those early 
feisty tackles and energetic runs seems to be slowly dying down here at the ground the Viridor Community Stadium I think the fans have come out £3 to come in and watch I think they've got the money's worth I mean let's face it at three quid you know if it's nil nil you've still got your money's worth because it's a non-league game out in the sun middle of July perfect conditions and two very good teams for this division having a go at each other Yep, the game has sweltered out to a one-all draw. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.